0: I feel like we should address that I hit record. We you did. I see it. It says stop recording, which means at one point she hit start recording. So that's exactly what it means. Mm-hmm. And you're welcome. God damn. Sorry about <laughs> last week. Also, we determined that. Stacy mm-hmm. has not been doing the Patreon correctly since we did this video. So, you guys got two solid months of free content. Oh, yeah. How was that? But it was totally worth it. And it made me feel not as bad yeah. for forgetting to record the video last week yeah um also it was just a trial run guys yeah you had to make sure you liked it first yeah trial runs over now you can go tell all of your friends Yeah. (laughs) yeah hopefully you liked it they're like no it's lame as shit you guys just repeat yourself and have long spaces of silence i mean that's also probably fair that's part of the good content though you know yeah hey listen hey I really, 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 want to zig a zig. Ah, if you want to be my lover. I like where you took that. But I really want to befriend a crow. Um, Yes. Like Sam Crow or like a crow? Like like, it, a, bird. like it, a, a bird. Like a bird. Like ka-ka! a... Like oh, a crow. Fuck. All right. <laughs> Did I do that in your ear? Yeah. Because, uh-huh. so I've done a lot of research. Okay. I just want a fucking crow that I feed every day yes. and then I want it to bring me shiny things as a gift because it loves me. And then I want it to sit up in the tree and caw every time a car drives by or some shit so mm-hmm. that it's like, hey, fucking, I got your six. Yeah. Keep and, moving, asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'll be like, that's the Amazon guy. Let him in. In. So if you figure this out, I need one, too. OK, well, there's a lot of controversy about this. And let me tell you why. OK, because evidently, if you start doing that, like if you start feeding the crows, which they eat a lot of really interesting things. <laughs> OK, Um, if you start feeding the crows, you'll have a lot of crows and then your neighbors will get pissed because they literally like fucking they they bond with you. Fuck and them! I don't know them. They'll be they'll be like, We come here every fucking morning and you feed us every goddamn morning and they're like, and it's Mm -hmm. like really noisy and it wakes everybody up and they're like, it, this is such a nuisance. But I was like, if I do it in my backyard, no one will know. Mm -hmm. How will they know? No one will know. How are they going to know? They won't know. (laughs) And so the second interesting thing I found out was that it is literally illegal to train a crow to steal shit (laughs) because it is that much of a problem that it is literally illegal. I don't know, like, our exact fucking county standards, but, like, in general, it is frowned upon and illegal in some goddamn places to teach crows to steal shit. But I live in, like, the Wild West of San Diego. Yes. So I feel like... We're on to something. I don't have regulations. And I have an attempted murder of crows that live in the tree above my fucking porch. Okay. We're doing this at your house. Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. in my backyard. Uh-huh. For sure, no one's gonna know that Nobody's we train and crows. So and we'll be like, what? How do you even train a crow? And then it'll like come flutter behind us and, be like, ca-crow, ca-crow. and be like, I don't I don't know that crow. That is not my crow. And then you'll just like pull a fucking cracker out of your pocket and feed it. <laughs> Oh, my God. This is the best idea we've ever had. And I'm going to be 100% honest. I don't even want it to steal cool shit. Like, I don't want money from it. I I want it to steal... Shiny Literally, rocks. Shiny rocks. Yeah. Like meth rocks. <laughs> or like, you know, a kid's fucking jacks from like their toys. You yeah. Know? Like yeah. I just want random. Like, oh, I found a cat's eye marble. Here you go. And I'd be like, this is the coolest fucking marble I've ever seen because I, feel like I got it from a crow. Yeah. Any marble that you got from a crow would be like, well, this is my new favorite marble. Yes. Um. Also. I didn't even have one before. I have looked into how to buy crows because <gasps> I didn't know that like just training one from the wild was an option. Yeah. So I've looked at buying crows. Like, as babies, to be like, now this is going to be mine forever. I didn't know you could do that. buying, like, ravens, you know? Yeah. Um, Ravens are, like, the same as crows. Exactly. Yeah. Brandon is wholeheartedly against the idea. Why? He doesn't want a bird. He thinks birds are loud and messy. Well, will be outside. (sighs) Listen, not my crow. I would bring it everywhere with me. Yes. And I would wear a black fucking duster. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Yes. Okay. That's not even my goddamn. Do you want to hear my goddamn? Yeah. Yeah, I do. If they can top that, I don't know. It, it won't, actually. That should have been my goddamn. Yeah. You just got a stellar intro. Yeah. <laughs> I hope somebody out there has befriended a crow, for the record. If you have, please give us some pointers. Otherwise, Starting we're going to Starting tomorrow. Do you have to do it in the morning? No, I don't think so. I think you just, like, you know, fucking start. You pick your time of day that you're going to always feed them. Mm-hmm. And then just, like, wait 24 hours. And if the food doesn't go away, then pick a different food. Okay. Anyway, so uh, ready for my goddamn now? Yeah, now I am. <laughs> we have to change the subject from crows if we're going to continue on this podcast journey. <laughs> okay, fine, fine, fine. Okay. Uh, yeah. My goddamn is that because I have braces, I now cannot bite my fucking nails. Oh, yeah. And they are so long. They're so long. I don't know if you can see this shit, but like I am a gal. Talons. I'm a gal who has these things chewed down to the nub on the fucking daily. They're so long over here. Like, I I literally gnaw them off in my life. I have tried so many times to bite them, and it hurts. <laughs> now I'm committed to just letting them grow because it's been like two weeks. I cut myself all the time with them. They're like <laughs> fucking puppy dog teeth. Oh, yeah, they're sharp. Like, why are they so sharp? I fucking Oof. tap them on everything. Yeah. What was that, your mic? Yes, it was. Yeah. You want some asthma? Yeah. Ooh. I don't even know why that would be asthma. That was just weird. It made um, me uncomfortable. Do you, do you clicky clack a lot when you're typing? Oh, it's the most annoying sound in the whole entire world. Fucking love I hate it. it. Or like my thumb when I'm texting, it's like, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Every time I touch something with them, it makes me in fucking sane. And I'm going to grow. I'm going to be on the Guinness Book of World Records for the longest nails now. Yeah, you got some time, but we'll get there. Are you kidding? Do you see how fast these things are growing? The moment I can bite, they're coming off. Oh. And I realized I could just clip them, but it's not the same. It's not. It's not satisfying. Like, you have to rip right. it. Yeah. So that's where I'm at right now. How about yeah. you, Erin? What's your goddamn? Well, my goddamn is that just the other day, Brandon went off to fucking do something. Golf. I don't know what. Mm-hmm. And my kid was like, let's play fucking soccer. And I was like, hell yeah, kid. What a great idea. So by that, I have a driveway with a hill. Mm-hmm. And he goes to the top of the hill, and then he just rolls the ball down to me, and then I kick it back up to him because that's fun. <laughs> so really, you're playing soccer. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. yeah. You're yeah. practicing your kicks. <laughs> yeah, my sweet moves, right? Uh-huh. Uh, or I'll practice my throw-ins, you know, see if I can get it up as high as him. And I'm yeah. like, wow, this is a fucking workout. Peg him in the head. Butt it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get a bitch. So we were doing that for, like, a long time, and then every once in a while, it would roll like a little bit to the side because he wouldn't catch it every time, right? What? Laser. He's not really good at it yet. Um, (laughs) But it would like roll to the side and it would go on our little sidewalk area and kind of like peg in the bush right there. Mm -hmm. And he'd go in and he'd grab it and then he'd roll it back down to me, blah, blah, blah. Whatever. When Mm -hmm. we were done playing, it rolled onto that little fucking sidewalk area pegged in the bush. And I was like, hey, let's go. Dad's home. We're done here. Yeah. We went upstairs and then Brandon was downstairs like out on our driveway again and he was grilling and then he fucking looks over and sees a rattlesnake. Oh my god, no. Yeah. This no. motherfucker was literally four feet from the ball that we were playing with. Like where my kid was going up and, and playing with it. it and grabbing it. Oh my god, and stuff. no. you you almost died. He almost died. Oh, that's my worst nightmare. Yeah, and then I would have just killed myself. So then you just can't play outside anymore, is that the verdict? Ever again. Yeah. Well, for the record, you can't kill yourself. I, I mean, listen. If my kid died, it's yeah. gonna be a hard sell. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel yeah Try and talk me through it. And listen, it'd, it'd be really rough though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Brandon, he was like, "Hey, there's a fucking rattlesnake," no. and like came and got me, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Because then my kid was upstairs playing on the iPad, and I was like, "You're cool, right?" And yeah. I went downstairs to be like, "Let's fucking figure this shit out, right?" Yeah, we got we got a little situation. Yeah, and it was a. Baby, <gasps> those are the worst. Yeah, they're the most venom. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, well, the bites put are bad. All their fucking venom. Oh god, so they don't know how to like temper it. I don't know. And they don't know how to like give you dosage. I like-, like how all of my rattlesnake knowledge has now come from you. Has it? Yeah, like I don't know anything about rattlesnakes other than they rattle and leave them alone. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And because you've experienced so many things, you're like ah. This is why the you know the fucking rattle grows every time they shed their skin. Yeah, and I'm like well, really. Yeah, exactly. It feels like a fake fact. <laughs> I don't believe it. Um, <laughs> then what's rattling around in there? And you're like skin? And I'm like no. I don't know about that. I don't know. Yeah, I I uh, fucking grew up in a place with a bunch of rattlesnakes, so my whole life has been like don't fuck with those ones. They're dangerous. Those That's about all right. my knowledge. That's it. That's all yet. You don't need, need to you... know any more than that. <laughs> Also, both of my dogs have gone through rattlesnake training where, like, they fucking put out rattlesnakes and then the dog sees it and they get zapped to be like, what the fuck? I hate that thing. And then they, like, smell it and then they get zapped to be like, ah, shit, it smells bad, too. And then they hear it rattle. Like, it's a whole fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, So they both know to, like, stay the fuck away from rattlesnakes. Well, then me and Brandon went and murdered this little rattlesnake and then we, like... Skinned it and then (laughs) put it in a jar Uh and then brought the jar inside because you have to, like, put it in glycerin and shit and then, like, shake it up. Mm -hmm. Hank was fucking agitated. Was he? He was so agitated. He was, was, like, like, running around the house, like, smelling everything really aggressively and, like, smelling me and smelling Brandon. Like, he could tell that there was, like, fucking something wrong. Like, oh, something no. in the house. <laughs> guys, I think there's one in the house. <laughs> it was. I'll go I'll go check around. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we have the rattles still. Like, we have a big rattle from the bigger rattlesnake that we caught. Mm-hmm. And if you, like, fucking just pick it up and, like, do a little maraca thing with it, he will fucking, like, what the fuck, guys? And, like, oh, run away. Like, he knows. Poor like, baby. You're, oh, like, maybe. torturing him. No, <laughs> it's, like, stresses him out, which I'm, like, okay, don't do that a lot. Cause, like, I think we're going to go back on his training. Desensitize him. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, listen, they. They're doing all right, but yeah, it's fucking terrifying. My goddamn is that my child was very close to a rattlesnake, which it's really cold right now, so it was like not moving, like it it wasn't wasn't doing doing too shit. Yeah, I mean it was just like all logy, you know, Mm. like it was really slow. It didn't move at all until Hmm. we like murdered it, chopped it it set off. Fuck. Oh Oh, shit. Anyway, would you like to uh, discuss our murder? For the day, I would like nothing more than that. Okay, let's do it. Okay. Okay, well, guess what? This is episode 131, bitches. (gasps) 131. And I'm here to tell you about it. Yeah. Tell me about it. Okay, so this week I'm gonna tell you about Daniel James Holden. Okay. Oh, Danny boy. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here we go. Let's just zoom right in. Yeah, let's just zip line down there. Yeah, let's fucking catch a cab down to the bottom. Mm-hmm. Let's just fly fish out there. Let's ride the camel into the desert. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what we're doing here. <laughs> so fucking weird. <laughs> All right. So Daniel James Holden. Get it together, Erin. Okay. I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Daniel James Holden, he lived in Alice Springs, Australia. Ooh. So just a heads up here, another story, which I have pieced together from multiple sources, and I don't know a lot of background on everybody involved in this story. So if it's a little sparse, please forgive me. Okay. Okay. You are forgiven. Thanks. So growing up, Daniel endured a very uh, abusive childhood. His father was super abusive and would hit him with belts, pieces of wood, and his fists. Ow. And he would ram Daniel's head into the walls and stuff. Fuck, man. Yeah. Not like a very good childhood home. Okay. And so yeah. what would happen is Daniel would run away because he was like, ah, oh, I don't want to be fucking hit anymore. So he'd yeah. run away and the cops would come and pick him up and then they would bring him back home. Yeah. Because they're like, hey, you're a child. Yep. You need to go home. And then dad would be like, did you just fucking run away? Whack. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like a bad cycle. Mm-hmm. As he grew up, he started abusing drugs and alcohol as a way to cope with his life, and he began to sort of, like, roam around. Like, I don't want to live at home, so he goes and fucking lives on the streets, lives with friends, I don't know, fucking roams around. Yeah, couch surf. Mm-hmm. In 1999, Daniel broke into a woman's home ooh at night, ooh and he attempted to suffocate her with a fucking pillow. What the fuck? And then when that didn't work, he tried to strangle her. Why did he do that? Because he's an asshole. This guy's a total asshole, just so you know. Okay. Um, You're going to hate this whole fucking story. Okay. He also attempted to duct tape the woman's mouth shut to muffle her screams because oh evidently she was, you know, fucking Upset awkward. about it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She didn't want him there. Sorry, <laughs> um, this is my home. <laughs> get the fuck out. But ultimately, he got caught, and so the woman survived. Wow. And in 2000, he was convicted of the crime. Okay. I'm All I could think was, I rescind your invitation. <laughs> okay, Sookie Stackhouse. <laughs> fucking vampires over here. I know. Okay. Anyway, so he's convicted of that crime. I'm not sure what his sentence was, but it, he wasn't, like, in fucking prison or anything for very long. Mm-hmm. Because in the early 2000s, he settled down in Alice Springs with a woman by the name of Hazel Passmore. I love that name. Hazel? Mm-hmm. Aww. Good for you. Thank you. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Is that like one of your names when you were little? You'd always pick and be like, my name will be Hazel. No, I just recently, one of my someone on my Facebook named their kid Hazel. And I was like, fucking good name. Cute name. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Hazel. Hazel Grace. Hazel Grace. Also, that's like my favorite movie. Fault in Our Stars. Mm. Oh. Oh. Yeah. That's a good movie. Yeah. Sad movie. Real sad. Good movie. Good movie. Shocker. Big twist. Big twist. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anyway, so Hazel, uh, she actually had three children when she met Daniel. Okay, But they become a couple, whatever, do their fucking Brady Bunch life. Yeah. Even though he didn't have any children that I know of. (laughs) Yeah. In September of 2008, while he was intoxicated on meth, because remember I said he like fucking took to alcohol and drugs and shit. Well, he was still doing this even while he was with Hazel. Okay, With like the kids around and everything. His tr- his drug of choice was meth? Meth. That's what he was doing at this particular date and time, September Solid of choice. 2008. Yep. So uh, they had all gone to a party, whatever. He got fucking high on meth. And they were leaving this party. And Daniel was driving himself. He also had Hazel in the car, all three of her children, mm. along with some other fucking passengers, which I don't know how big this goddamn car was. But there were really? some other people in the car, right? Fucking drunk in the trunk? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps. <laughs> maybe it was like a highlander or something it was a big ass truck car thing yeah suv okay. anyway so um i wh- just imagine car seats you can't fit anything else in there yeah i don't know how old the kids were cuz i didn't write it down that's fine um Probably. but either way mhm I'm not 100% sure they were in car seats or wearing seatbelts because he got into an accident. Uh Uh-oh. For the record, I read that the reason that he got into an accident is because he was swerving away from a mob of kangaroos. Two things there. One, did not know that they were called a mob, and I really appreciate that. (laughs) Two, not a sentence you ever thought you'd have to utter. (laughs) Uh, Never. I mean, it's just a fucking different world, right? Yeah. It's kind of cool. I mean— to have yes. mobs of kangaroos is it not like not to have to swerve from them. There's cows in the road, yeah, but they're faster, and they'll fight you. What is like a bunch of co- a group of cows called? Is it like a, a patty? Pie. Oh, yeah, that was a dumb question. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think it was? <laughs> a patty? A patty of cows over there. <laughs> <laughs> what is that a burger of cows? <laughs> Oh, that's a quarter pounder of cows. Why am I so dumb sometimes and then so smart other times? Oh, man. I regret. I regret things in life. But that's okay. That's okay. We can regret them and move on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'll just wake up at fucking three in the morning from here until the next, I don't know, 17 years of my life thinking about this moment. Being like a herd. It's a herd. It's not a miracle of cows. It's not a fucking... A, a patty melt of cows. <laughs> a patty melt of cows. Anyway, so Home Dude swerves away from a mob of kangaroos. Okay. And he ends up getting into an accident. The accident actually ended up killing ha- two of Hazel's children on impact <gasps> and injuring Hazel so bad that she had to be hospitalized. Oh, God. The other passengers, they actually survived, but they were hospitalized. And one of the other passengers was her son, I oh. think. I think it was her son. Another one of her children. Okay. Her third child. God, that's so sad. Yeah. It's super fucking sad. Okay. So, like I said, Hazel had to be hospitalized. She actually was paralyzed from the crash. She ends up being uh, wheelchair bound the rest of her life. Oh, fuck. That sucks. Yeah. Like, it's a pretty fucking serious accident. So, God she's in the damn. hospital for a while. Yeah. And she's, like, trying to recover from her injuries, right? And the crash was pretty traumatic for Daniel, obviously, because he fucking killed two of the kids and hurt all of his fucking family. Yeah. And so he started to go into a deeper spiral where he would take and abuse more drugs and alcohol and stuff. And he actually attempted several times to commit suicide by overdosing. Mm, That kind of sucks. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's pretty fucking intense. But also... During the time that Hazel was in the hospital trying to recover, Daniel met a 20-year-old woman by the name of Carly Pierce Stevenson. Okay. So now Carly, let me tell you a little bit about her. Tell me about Carly. Uh, She was born in 1988, and in 2006, she had a daughter by the name of Candace. Okay. And I'm really hoping I'm saying the name right. In 2008, Carly took two-year-old Candlest and decided to start traveling around and, like, working—looking for work or whatever. And it was during these travels that she met Daniel. And then they started—they kind of, like, hit it off and they started to date. Now, mind you, Hazel's still in the—in the hospital— I think Daniel and Hazel had called it off because she was like, I'm fucking paralyzed because you're doing meth and also you killed two of my children. So I'm really mad at you. Yeah. Like, I'm over it. But I don't really know 100 percent. Like, none of the articles were like, yeah, and they called that shit off or anything. Yeah. I'm just assuming. And she's still fucking recovering. And then he meets Carly and starts a relationship with her. OK. Yeah. that I don't think I'd be. I don't think I'd get over that. No, I would never either. Like, you got to get the fuck away from me. Yeah. Like, far away from me forever. Like, I never want to see your face again. Yeah. All right. So Daniel and Carly, they actually move into one of Daniel's relatives' homes or something. Like, they stay with him Mm -hmm. or them. I don't know if it was a he. And so I guess that's kind of like how... They were fucking living their life. Like, I, again, am assuming that Carly was kind of jumping around from, like, hotel to motel or whatever while she was finding work. And then she meets Daniel and there's kind of, like, a stable place to stay where you don't have to pay money and everything like that. Yeah. Again, I did not read that. This is my own assumption. But they do stay with one of his relatives. Okay. Not much else is really known about their relationship, but Carly would regularly keep in contact with her family, right? She'd be like, ah. I'm here now. Here's pictures of fucking Candlest. Like, here's what we're doing. You know, love you, whatever. Yeah. And in late 2008, after not hearing from their daughter in a while and unable to get a hold of her, Carly's mom filed a missing persons report. Oh, OK. Because suddenly she just stopped talking. The baby. I know. Yeah. <laughs> you already know where this is going. And then in 2009, so... Like, I think it was a little less than a year after she filed the missing persons report. She received contact from Carly via her cell phone. A year later? Like a year later, at least months later. Okay. Like she filed the missing persons report and then she gets contact from Carly saying like, hey, I'm safe. I have Candleston here, but I don't want any contact with family or friends or anything like I'm just doing my own thing. Yeah. And after this contact, Carly's mom withdrew the missing persons (gasps) report. Oh, my God. Her mom believed it. Yeah. That's sad. And I guess the whole time her mom was like, it's like not like her. But But like, like, I respect her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's this whole thing is so fucking heartbreaking. So the family would periodically hear from Carly and um, they just kept thinking, like I said, like, this is so not like her to come back and at least visit or something. And they would always urge her to come back. But they were never successful. Mm -hmm. Then on August 29th, 2010. So this is now like another year later. Some bikers were on a trail in Belanglo State Forest in New South Wales, Australia, when they stumbled on the skeletal remains of a human. Okay. Now, these remains were determined to be female, and they were quickly linked to possibly being a victim of Ivan Malat, who you covered in the second- um... I did recognize that forest name. (laughs) Yes! Uh, Aaron covered him in the second Patreon. So Mm -hmm. if you want to hear that story, fucking, it's a dollar, and you get access to all of our Patreon. (laughs) There you go. There you go. Anyway, so um, they're quickly like, oh, okay, this is like one of his victims. Mm-hmm. But they couldn't identify her because she was so far decomposed. Oh, Like God. her remains were so far decomposed that they couldn't really identify who she was. Yeah. There was some clothing with her that they were able to determine what the image was on the front of it. And it was like hearts or whatever. And it had the word angelic written across the Aww. front of it. And because of this T-shirt... The Jane Doe was nicknamed Angel, and the police put out an artist rendition of the image that was found on the shirt, and they were like, "Hey, does anybody recognize the shirt? If so, you could help us identify these remains." Mm -hmm. But sadly, no one steps forward and recognizes the shirt or anything like that. Yeah. Then on July fifteenth, two thousand fifteen, so this is five years after Angel Jane Doe was discovered, Mm -hmm. a motorist was driving along the Karunda Highway in Wainarka. South Australia. I have no idea if I said all those names right. I'm I feel really, like you crashed I it. fucking should have Googled. Um, <laughs> when they noticed a suitcase on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. When they open the suitcase, they find the remains of a small child <gasps> surrounded by children's clothes stuffed inside along with the body and also, also a handmade quilt. I know. I'm sorry. This is going to be the shittiest story ever. So police published pictures of um, the handmade quilt to the public in hopes that someone would recognize it and be able to identify the remains. But here's the thing. is like the quilt was pretty rough. Like it had been with decomposing material for a while Like, how How did no one find this suitcase and open this in the last fucking five years? I have no idea. I don't know. How does this? But what they did was they took a picture of it and then they like highlighted areas that they knew what the fabric looked like and kind of whatever blasted it out. Right. Yeah. So this is where it gets crazy. I feel like I say that all the time. (laughs) This is where shit goes crazy. Okay, this is where it gets cra- gonna give it to you. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is where it gets crazy because it fucking worked. Then putting out the quilt picture worked. What? Okay, so the thing is that Carly had a really close best friend who was always suspicious of Daniel. I guess she knew Daniel Mm -hmm. and was always suspicious of why all of a sudden Carly just went missing and wasn't talking to anybody or would only talk through text, right? Yeah, And she would get like hung up on this and she would like research it and try to figure out where she was or what was going on and then people would be like just chill like she doesn't want to be found. I don't know what they were fucking saying to her but then eventually like you know she was living her life and would go on and would kind of like you know the passion would fizzle out a little bit and then she saw this picture of the quilt and she's like that's Candleless's quilt. Like, I have pictures of her with that quilt. And so she was able to positively identify that quilt as belonging to Candleless and then, like, gave it to the police, and the police were like, yeah— and then, so what they did was, they took the DNA that they collected from Candace when she was born. You know how they do those neonatal heel pricks, yeah, in the hospital. Yeah. They took the DNA from that and they compared it to the remains, and they were able to positively identify her as being Candace. Holy shit! Holy shit! Okay, so then what they did from there was they used Candless's DNA and they entered into like a national database or whatever fucking thing and then To find relatives or whatever. To find relatives and that hit on the angel Jane Doe that Mm -hmm. was found five years prior in the Belengalolo State Forest. My God. So then they were able to identify her as Carly, like remains as Carly. Holy shit. Isn't that fucking nuts? Like from a fucking quilt. If I ever go missing, you better solve that shit. You better believe. From a fucking quilt. Okay. I'd be like, does anyone recognize this jean jacket? I do. <laughs> I do. Is there red lipstick on said? I know that and flannel. That <laughs> I know that flannel. Okay, so it was October 15th, 2015 that they were able to positively identify the remains as belonging to Carly. Jesus. Okay, so just to put it in perspective, July 2015 is when Candace's remains are found. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long it takes to be positively identified as Candace. I think it was like a couple months. Okay. And then once they did that... By the end of October or mid-October of 2015, they were able to identify Carly's remains. Okay. So it takes a few months, but by the end of October 2015, we now know that both Carly and Candleus, their remains have been found, and they have definitely been murdered. Yeah. Ooh. So now that the investigators have positively identified the bodies, they start digging into Carly's life and find out that she had been dating Daniel, right, Mm -hmm. at the time of her disappearance. And the best friend was like, yeah, that sketchy motherfucker. Exactly. That best friend was like, go check out that sketchy motherfucker. Now at this point, Daniel was actually serving a 4-year sentence for a 2013 sexual assault on an 8-year-old girl. Ew. Daniel. <laughs> ah, <laughs> got him. Good call. <laughs> yeah. It said that the assault happened in a New South Wales caravan park. I think that's like a like a trailer park. Oh. I was like, is I it like that- a safari? <laughs> I know that from the movie Snatch. <laughs> oh, well, that's not nearly as exciting as I was thinking. I was like, can you imagine being on a safari Like, and then a motherfucker touches you where you pee? <laughs> I'd be so pissed. <laughs> uh, like it's oh. like an RV park, like a caravan park, like a trailer park, RV park oh, type of place. Well, fuck, that's creepy. Yeah, that's fucked up. Well, either way, it's creepy, but I'm glad you cleared, cleared that up for me in my brain. Yeah. Like gypsies S- live in caravans. I don't think you're allowed to say gypsy. Uh, Why? I don't know. (laughs) I feel like I have that feeling. So I'm sorry if I offend anyone there. I feel like it's okay. Okay. I I don't know. I don't know. I guess I don't either. (laughs) Fuck, man. I hope I don't encounter one quickly. (laughs) (laughs) What do I call you? (laughs) They're like, how about fucking Jennifer? Dick. <laughs> oh, her name won't be Jennifer. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably not. It'll be Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. Okay. We're actually gonna tell the rest of the story. Okay. So he was actually serving a four-year sentence for molesting the eight-year-old girl, right? Mm-hmm. And um so the police were like, "Score! We fucking already have him captive. Now mm-hmm. let's do some investigating on this motherfucker." Yeah, because you're looking pretty fucking suspicious. And so, what they do is they get a hold of his cell phone records, and they find that it shows him coming and going to the Belengalo Forest around the time of Carly's murder. Oh fuck! So this is actually how they're able to nail down the actual dates that she died, because they had his cell—like they had both of their cell phones going to the forest, mm-hmm. and then his coming back. But wasn't he? Using her phone to contact her family? Oh, I guess maybe hers was coming back, too. But they only mentioned, like, his coming back. Like, oh, okay, look. Uh, we went out here on this date. Yeah. Stayed a few hours or however long and then left. Yeah. And mm. then her body was obviously found there. Okay. Um, they still have records of that from fucking years earlier? I guess. Isn't that crazy? I feel like if you don't catch that shit, like, soon. Then like, six like, months? Yeah. Like, we don't need this anymore. <laughs> Dump that data. I don't know. Evidently, if you know the right people, they can pull some strings. Apparently. Again this is very pieced together. Okay. A lot of shit. Yeah. But, essentially, they see him coming and going, and they're able to determine that it was around the time that she was murdered. Yeah. And they were like, hey, you were dating this girl, and also she was found here, and also you went there. That's so pretty fucking sus. Tell us about it, right? Yeah. They also go through his possessions, and they find a notebook, and in that notebook, he had written down the names and ages of several young children. Ew! And. In like he put it down in a, like a list form, and next to their names he had words like quote rape quote forced <gasps> and quote consent. What? Like the actual fuck? Is that like a checklist? Is that like a these are things that I did list or I these think are things so. that I want to do list? I don't know. That's fucking gross. But they found it and they were like, that's creepy. Yeah. Right. Ew. Um. Also. A woman who knew Daniel came forward with an SD card Mm -hmm. that this person had found in a camera that belonged to Daniel. And on the camera, or on that SD card, they found pictures of Carly's body (gasps) shortly after she had passed away. What was this person doing with this SD card slash camera? This whole fucking time? Yeah. I'll tell you. And he was raping her body with a bottle. The fuck? In the picture? Like, not her person, her body. Well, she was dead. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Why? Yeah. Why? Well, that... I'm thinking she was dead. I'm why? Sure she was dead. I don't fucking know. Why did this guy do any of this shit? He was crazy. Why? Oh my God. And he took fucking pictures. That's fucking gross. Isn't it terrible? Okay. Also, in the photo, Carly's body was wearing the exact same clothing that the Jane Doe was found, oh. right? That t shirt with angelic on it. So it just goes and confirms, like, yeah. you know. And also, look, this is what she was wearing when she died. And see how you're also here? Yeah. And see how you took this fucking picture? Mm-hmm. Fucking creep. Doing some fucking shady-ass shit. Yeah. So, as it turns out, this is what had happened. Mm-hmm. On December 15th, 2008, Daniel had led Carly to the Belangelo State Forest. Mm-hmm. While he had her there, I'm not sure under what circumstances or anything like that, but while he had Carly there, he literally stomped her to death. What? Like, her ribs and her upper body sustained so many injuries. And her ultimate cause of death was strangulation by him stomping on her windpipe and crushing it. So that is her cause of death. This motherfucker tortured her like an asshat. And Why? then he proceeded to assault her body with the— Like, out in the forest. He killed her out in the forest? Yeah. Yeah. And then he raped her, and then he took the trophy photograph or whatever of her body. Ew. And then he dumped her in the brushland where she wouldn't be discovered for two years. It took two years for the uh, bikers on the trails to find her. And then she wasn't even identified for six years. So for two years, she was just sitting out there. And then. Six whole years, she was just like, nobody knew who she was. She was just a Jane Doe with the name of Angel. And he's just cruising around like, yeah, I got away with murder. Literally. Okay. So after he kills Carly, he went. No, thank you. I don't want to hear this. He went and picked up. I don't want it. (laughs) That's a beautiful song. That was a really good note. Also, my sentiments. Exactly. I don't want this. I don't want this in my head. I know. Okay. Go ahead. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I told you it's a really bad story. Mm-hmm. Um, don't relate it to my children. Go. Nope, 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 I will go so fast. Okay, so he went and picked up two-year-old uh, Candace under the guise that he was going to take her to the grandparents' house, right? Like, oh, I'm just going to take her home from the fucking daycare. I don't know where she was. But mm-hmm. either way, um, instead, he kept her for a few days in a motel. No. After about four days, he suffocated her by shoving two dishcloths in her mouth and wrapping her head in duct tape. Oh, my And God. then he put a diaper over her head and then wrapped a towel around that. And after he suffocated her, he put her remains into a black suitcase and dumped her on the side of a remote highway in Wynarka, South Australia, which was, like, about, like, between 600 and 700 miles away from where her mom was murdered. So, like, he was, like, traveling with her when he did this. What the fuck? I did it so fast, so it won't live in your brain. It's in there. I know. I had to read all this shit today and write it. It's probably another reason why I was so irritable. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that'll do it. Oh my god, that's so fucking sad. I know. Oh, this baby. It was determined. Oh, my God. The baby's super fucking cute, too. There's like pictures all over the place. Okay, (sighs) It was determined that there was sexual motive behind Candace's murder and that Daniel was planning to or at least attempted to assault her sexually. Gross. They weren't able to determine what level of sexual assault occurred because of the state of her remains made testing impossible. Like, shh. She hadn't been found for so many years, right? Oh, my God. Seven years? Six years? Seven years? Okay. I hate this. I know. Essentially, his overall target was Candleston. And this is like the the assumed motive. Motive. There's a couple of motives here, but this is like the higher one. His target was Candleston, and he murdered her mother, Carly, so that he could get to her. That's um, fucking horrifying disgusting she's two years old she's two. First um, of all what kind of sick fuck finds a two-year-old yeah you're gonna see a picture of this dude and be like i want to fucking punch him in the nose i already want to punch him in the face yeah he sucks yeah he super sucks oh i feel so bad for the family what a piece of fucking trash yeah after carly's death daniel stole her identity like had all access to all of her paperwork and shit, right? Like they were living together. Yeah. Like her birth certificate, all this other shit. So he stole her identity. Not only was he using her phone up until like sometime in 2011 to keep in contact with family and friends, so mm. that they wouldn't suspect anything. He was also asking them for money, and they were like wiring money money to who they thought was Carly. The fuck. But man? was really him. The fucking balls this dude is a motherfucker he also stole so much money from her like around there it's seventy thousand dollars to a hundred thousand dollars is what i've seen jesus he was withdrawing money from her bank account up until 2012 from several different locations um he had access to all of her personal paperwork and stuff like i said right yeah He had Hazel, his girlfriend, like I guess they hooked back up again, the one who was in the wheelchair. She assumed Carly's identity to gain access to the money to go into the banks. So she would go into the banks and be like, hi, I'm Carly. I need access to my money. And then many witnesses came forward and they were like, yeah, well, we recognized her because she identified herself as Carly. We opened this bank account, but like she was in a wheelchair. So like that's how I really remember that she was here. Yeah, And I'm not just like you know, false witness kind of thing here. like yeah. False remembering. Well, okay, so Hazel's fucking in on it or does she not know that Carly is a deceased person? Oh, I'll tell you in a second. Okay. Also, it turns out that photos were found on Hazel's Facebook of Candlest at a car show or some shit. And I don't know, it's not clear if these pictures were taken before Carly died and was killed or after. Mm-hmm. But at some point, Hazel was with Candlest at a... A show, like at a car show or auto show or whatever. Which you would think she's not going to be around at the same time as his other girlfriend. You would think, but then I don't know. She's not going to be hanging out with her boyfriend's other girlfriend's daughter. Well, what if Daniel didn't explain that that's who Candalus was and he was like watching Candlest for Carly one night or something? and like I guess maybe. I don't know. But I think, well, if she was already in the accident, I guess I don't know if she was in the wheelchair when these pictures were taken. Anyway, it's just weird. Like pictures of the little girl is on Hazel's Facebook. Yeah, that's weird. And it happened. Like they're saying that. I don't know if I wrote down the dates. I think I did. Or a gist of it. But they're saying that basically Carly died and then Candace died a few days later. Mm -hmm. Like five days later or something like that. So that's a very small window to be able to have her alone and to take her to a car show.
1: Yeah. And Hazel
0: be like, cool with it? I, dude, I don't fucking know. It's all weird. Okay. Um. So obviously Daniel was brought to trial for the murder of both Carly and Candace. And one week before the trial was to begin, he entered a plea of guilty oh. to the murders. Okay. Yeah, right? And then in November of 2018... Daniel was sentenced to two consecutive life sentences without the possibility of parole. Good. good. Uh, During the sentencing, he tried to revoke his plea. And he was like, oh, I wasn't in my right mind, right? Like, I couldn't make that decision. And the Crown was like, nah, you have a whole fucking legal team here and they advise you to plead guilty. So you are a fucking... Menace to society and every woman and child should be terrified of you and you need to be locked away, basically. Like, get the fuck out of here with that yeah, bullshit. Fuck you and fuck everything you stand for. Exactly. Now, Hazel, she doesn't end up getting any charges for the murders or anything like that. And I'm not even sure if she had to deal with anything to do with, like, the identity fraud. Like, uh and by that, I mean, I don't know if she actually got charged with anything for the identity fraud. I've Googled a lot. And by that, I mean I've Googled a handful of times randomly throughout this day, and I cannot find the answer to this. It's Mm -hmm. all pretty vague and like, oh, you know, she had to be interviewed by the police and whatever, and she confirmed that she wasn't getting any murder charges, like shit like that. Mm -hmm. But I'm not exactly sure what, if any, repercussions she got. But her testimony was, like, huge for the prosecution's case against her because it pieced together a lot of the evidence to make the full story. Against her or against him? Against Daniel. Oh, okay. Against him. So she claims that Daniel had told her that his relationship with Carly had just ended, like, while Hazel was in the hospital, right? He Daniel eventually comes back around, and she's like, well, what about this Carly chick or whoever the fuck you've been seeing? And yeah. he's like, oh, it just ended, whatever. Yeah. And then one day... Hazel finds all of Carly's paperwork in Daniel's car, like her birth certificate and everything. Yeah. And she automatically thinks he's having an affair. So she confronts him and is like, dude, what the fuck? Why do you have all of Hazel's stuff in here if you're not seeing her anymore? And so he totally comes out and confesses to her that he had killed them both. Whoa. And she was like, Oh. That makes more sense. Uh, fucking right. Thank God it's not an affair. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty fucking suspicious of this Hazel chick. But also- Also, are you not concerned about yourself then at this point? Okay. And also your remaining child? So she is. So she says that he confessed that he had sexually assaulted both bodies after he had killed them. Fucking horrifying. Uh-huh. And Hazel wasn't shocked because I guess she knew that he was obsessed with like- childhood sexual abuse or whatever she had a pretty rough childhood herself and he would ask her to explain in detail everything that happened to her he would also write these child rape stories and keep them in a book what the fuck i don't fucking know and she was like yeah i mean that's really good for you to get it out i'm guessing that it was kind of like an abusive relationship and that she might have been afraid for her life and shit because he was pretty fucking abusive and crazy right so I don't know. I'm not trying to defend her. I just don't know her story. Yeah. Like, that's the only kind of rationalization I could see. Yeah. And because she didn't get brought forward with, like, murder charges and shit, she must have had a convincing enough goddamn story to explain why the fuck this was still going on. Yeah. But it's not right. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just like, I don't, I can't explain her actions or why she stuck around. Yeah. But she was actually the one who found the SD card with the images on it. Oh, mhm. And so she was afraid for her life to report him. So she gave them to her sister for safekeeping in case anything bad ever happened to her so that she could use it to, like, dangle over his head to keep her safe, right? Like, oh, well, if you kill me or anything, my sister's going to go release these photos. Or, like, I have somebody who's going to release these photos that I found. Whatever. Yeah. So I'm not sure if the sisters who came forward with the photos or if mm-hmm. Hazel came forward with the photos with okay. that SD card. hmm But goddamn, that is the fucking nail in the coffin. Yeah. Right? It sounds like she was no peach, like I (laughs) I don't know why I wrote it like that. All right, Grandma. (laughs) You know what I mean? Know what I'm saying here? You see what I'm saying? Oh, darling. Mm, Peachy cane. (laughs) She ain't no peach herself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. (laughs) I'm saying. Okay, so like we were saying, it sounds like she's not totally innocent in all of this shit, right? Like she had fucking, you can't steal people's identities and shit. Yeah. But it was likely an abusive and very manipulative relationship so mm-hmm. I don't know the whole goddamn story I think that if anyone confessed to me that they had killed their previous girlfriend slash previous girlfriend's daughter slash child I would I don't even know where I was going with this I would be very <laughs> afraid for my life and yeah. also probably afraid to leave if I like knew that person or whatever yeah you knew they were a fucking psycho yeah and I mean he already killed two of her children technically yeah that's it's fucking, fucking deep it sucks. Now, Daniel has never showed any kind of remorse or anything for anything he did. Well, fuck that guy in particular. Fuck this guy. He's such a dick. Also, Candleston's dad and grandfather, I think, or uncle. Uh, Anyway, the family got to stand up in court and talk and like have their like their victim statement or whatever said. And I didn't even write any of it down because I was like about to cry just reading it. Like, can you imagine? No. They're all like, I fucking hate you. Like, I hope you die, you piece of shit. Like, you took—I mean, they were way more respectful, but, like, you could just feel the sadness and the weight. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, this guy's a total fucking asshole. So, like I said earlier, the remains were identified in 2015, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And Daniel had been using— carly's phone up until mid to late 2011 to contact like her mom and shit yeah well her mom was diagnosed with breast cancer and in 2012 she was really sick and on her deathbed Mm -hmm. and she one of the last things she asked on her deathbed was if carly and Candace had come home yet because she was so sick. And she was expecting her to come home because she was, like, talking to her on the phone, like, texting or I'm assuming texting. I don't fucking know. It just said communication through the phone. It's got to be texting or email or something. Yeah. And so her daughter and granddaughter had been dead for a couple of years and she still thought that they were alive. She had, like, three years, right? That's fucking horrifying. Isn't that so sad? Oh Actually, they'd been God. dead for four years, and it wouldn't be another three years before they were even identified. That poor woman. That Her grandbaby would have been six. That's fucking insane. And she hadn't seen a picture since she was two. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, my God, that's so sad. That's fucked up. That's super fucked up. That's really sad. So don't you hate that story? Yeah. Is that is that it? He That's didn't it. fucking die a slow painful death in prison or anything? Yeah, I haven't. I didn't read anything about that yet. Well, maybe there's still hope. Yeah. I did read an article where Hazel was like trying to sue Daniel for like, you know, the accident that killed her children. Yeah. I don't know how that turned out. Listen, there's some crazy ass shit. There's a lot going on in this fucking story. I know it wasn't Hazel's fault or anything, but like, I don't. I don't want anything to do with her either. No, 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 no. Like, I'm pretty sure she's an awful human being. But also, I don't know her scenario. She could very well be a victim in all of this. I'm just not interested in in her. I'm not, I don't. <laughs> I'm so mad right now. I'm so mad right now. Yeah. I'm so mad right now. And I feel horrible for her last child. Yeah, that sucks, dude. And I feel horrible for that fucking Carly's mom. Yeah. Yeah. I hate this story. I'm really sorry I told it. But it is what it is. You get what you get, and you don't pitch a fit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mom. <laughs> okay, wait, but before we do the closeout, uh-huh. I really wanted to give a shout-out to a new pod. Oh, who Are is it? Are you cool if I do that here? Yeah, fuck yeah, let's do oh, it. fucking we're doing something new here. Doing something new here. So there's a new pod coming around. Actually, that's out already. They have a few episodes out, and it's called Among the Dirt and Trees. Ooh. Um, the podcast gets into the nitty-gritty details mm. of crimes that happen in nature. And I Ooh. thought, what a fucking perfect story to tell. Seriously. As we fucking segue into this little yeah. promo spot. Tell them right? to, to cover this one and I won't fucking listen to oh it. Oh my gosh, I should. Yeah. I should look if they have. Well, I think I think they've done, they have three episodes out now. Uh-huh. I was listening to the latest one. Um, so I'm pretty sure are it's they good? Three. What are they about? Who are they? I mean, you just said what they're about, but who are they? Is it a camera? It's a a female. It's a female host. Okay. I think her name is like Brianne or Brianna. Uh Uh Way to put me on the spot, though, on remembering all these details. Yeah, no problem. Um, I'm here for. Yeah. Yeah. And (laughs) uh, I fucking love it so far. I've listened to one. Okay. And I think it's fucking great. And you guys all need to listen to it, too. Okay. And tell me what you think. So go fucking subscribe to them and listen and enjoy. Love your life. Do it. it. Give them some love. Love it. They're a new podcast. They need some love. Aww. You know what I mean? Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> we once were a new podcast. Yeah, and we still need love. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I like being validated. Oh, uh, seriously. Well, good for them. I'll go listen to it. Please do. I'll send you the link. Good. Thank you. Appreciate it. So, because you. you're not gonna remember. You know me so well. I know. Uh so if you want to check out pictures pertaining to this case, go to ISGD Podcast. No. Nope. Dot com. I know. No, thank you. I know. It's so sad. No, thank um, you. also, you can follow us on social media. We're at ISGD Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Please join the Facebook pod group, the goddamn pod group. <laughs> That's the <laughs> one. Uh it's fun to hang out there. It's fun to talk with you guys. Aaron and I try to interact as often as possible on there. Aaron's way more active than I am right now because she's good at life. Just <laughs> fucking crushing it. That's untrue. I post absolutely nothing and I interact absolutely not at all on my own Facebook and then on the pod group I'm like, ha, that's funny and then I'll say things and then sometimes when I'm like scrolling through Facebook I'm like, haha, I'm going to respond to that and I'm like, oh, that's not the pod group. I'm not going <laughs> to respond to that. I'm not talking in there. Yeah. Oh, that's a person that I actually know in real life. I have nothing to say to you. (laughs) (laughs) I have a bad habit of clicking on the notifications when I don't have time to reply. Oh, yeah. And then I have to go back at, like, the end of the night or later when I actually have time to fuck around on my phone. Yeah. And then I'm always like, ah, I wanted to say this earlier. And then somebody else already said it. And I'm like, like, (laughs) like, (laughs) appreciate ya heart um anyway so come do that it's fucking fun yeah it is a good time also you can email us isgdpodcast at gmail.com we'll say what's up baby what's up baby uh and then ooh, come join our patreon because there are two tiers now and they are very important and (laughs) if you had joined two months ago then you would have gotten fucking two months of content free because stacy fucked shit up um so see perks everywhere there's perks all over the place (laughs) there are sometimes it's it's Video, sometimes it's not video. <laughs> sometimes I forget <laughs> to click record on the video. It is really a solid time for all involved. And <laughs> Stacey's on a roll recently. And it, oh, dude, I don't even know where my brain is half the fucking time. Oh. But anyway, $1 gets you access to all of our back content. If you pay $10, yep. you get access to all of our back content for like videos and shit too. Come join. It's fun. It's great. The link is on our website. Yep. Also, mm hmm. Buy some fucking merch. Do that. Rep the pod. Rep it. Go, you are right now. Go pimp us out. Be you like, I said, God damn. You can get one of these sweet-ass t-shirts Got damn. A sweater is cold right now. Get a sweater. Yeah. Fuck. Shit. Yeah. You should. Should. yeah. Uh, and then please subscribe, rate, and review us mm-hmm. so that all the other motherfuckers out there who are so badly looking for a podcast... Find us. And then Mm -hmm. they'll be like, Jesus Christ, you have 131 episodes? I'm going to binge it so hard. And we're going to be like, welcome. Welcome to the shit show. And they'll be like, Jesus Christ, you took the Lord's name in vain in your podcast name. And we'll be like, ma'am, don't say Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Everything is nailed down in a church. (laughs) Aaron, hit us with the the snail mail address. It is P.O. Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 91979. And I think that's it. I think that's everything we wanted to talk about today. That's it and that's all, folks. Other than the fact that I fucking love you all. <gasps> I do, too. And I've never met a more wonderful group of human beings than you in my whole life. And I'm always here for you. Got you, girl. <laughs> or guy. Or guy. Or? Everybody is girl in my head. Or dolphin. Like every Uber driver that I've ever had. I'm Ooh, like, girl. girl, guess what? And I only had one ever yell at me like, I am not a girl. And I was like, eh.
1: Well, you sound lame.
0: <laughs> Everybody is girl in my head. <laughs> uh, yeah, I usually will write that out. Girl for everything. Mm-hmm. Whoops. Same. Anyway, also, on that note. Oh, what? Tell me about it. No, I was just say also bye. <laughs> okay. You got me. You got me there. Okay. Bye, you guys. Bye.